If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Today's special show, four reasons why the election won't dampen the housing market. I'd love to hear that one. And who better to share with us her valuable insights as the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Yeah, Sandra Wright. Also, how to build a legacy plan. And in studio to share with us his valuable checklist is the premier certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, that's Gary Bronner. And... The latest on rental terms and lease agreements during the coronavirus. And in studio to update us with part two, uh, with this valuable information is the premier real estate attorney. Yeah, both commercial and residential. That's Vince Arricchio. And are you happy with the return on your real estate investment? Then 1031 it. What's that? Well, in studio to educate us, as she always does, is the premier commercial retail and industrial realtor. Yeah. Uh, Teresa Mueller, the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group. Happy Sunday, everybody. Good morning, Randy. Morning, Randy. So, uh, Sandra Wright, good morning. How are you? I am good. And it's seventies. The past five days were in the seventies, and Sunday's no different. I love it. So, uh, yeah, I want to hear this great news about why the election won't hurt anything in the housing market. Definitely. I mean, you know, this has obviously been a trying week and everyone has, you know, been waiting for in anticipation for this. Um, and as a real estate agent, I will say, you know, I, I do think that there has been uh, it's been a little bit slower just because people are waiting and we're waiting in anticipation. Um, but the decision, you know, is still residential real estate market will not really be affecting you too much with this election. I mean, honestly, the four reasons, um, there's four things that I wanted to discuss um, as far as those goes. I mean, one is, you know, one thing that's strong is the demand for millennials. Millennials um, are the new it when it comes to real estate. Um, Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. So from that standpoint, you know, they were, you know, known as being the perennial home renters who were, you know, reluctant um, or unable to buy. And now this has kind of shifted. So the 20 the year olds to the late 30 year olds, they're, you know, looking at the housing market and, you know, making those decisions now and actually um, being a bigger influence when it comes to the whole housing market, which is interesting. Um, second item, I, you know, obviously we all know this, but again, this is a big factor is the, the mortgage rates at a historical low. So even with this election and everything else, I mean, Freddie Mac is forecasting that the mortgage rates are still going to remain low for, you know, the end of 2020. The, the forecast for 2021 is that the mortgage rates are going to remain unchanged. Um, and we're still looking at that 3%. So I think, I love it. you know, I think 2021 is, you know, the dust is settled and people are going to be moving forward. So I think um, it's going to be more active than 20 because we were faced with all these lockdowns and masks. And I think 
not totally this will be ending in 2021, but it's certainly going to retreat a lot, and we're going to have a more active life in 2021. Exactly. Well, and, you know, obviously 2020 was us all getting acclimated to this new new world that we're living in, but I think 2021, you know, everyone's got, are, are ready to go, ready to, you know, continue on, and people still need to have homes. Yeah. That's the bottom yeah, line. Absolutely. So, and I mean, the, my third item is prices are going to continue to appreciate. So, you know, looking at the forecasts, you know, over the next 12 months, I still see that there's going to be that uptick. I mean, I know just within the last, the fourth quarter of 2020 has definitely been slower, but I think for 2021, there's going to be that ever increasing. It's not like properties are, you know, it's not like the 2008 market. Sandra, Sandra, I've been, um, I'm amazed at what houses are going for. One house a week, I go in, it's dated, everything's 70s and 80s, but it was well-maintained. It's selling for list and above, and it's just average condition as far as updates are concerned. But people realize, I can get a house now for 3%, or you could buy it down into the twos, or, or if the, you know, the years on the mortgage is a lot less, you can still get enjoy it in the twos. So people are snatching up homes left and right, and it does not have to be like out of House and Garden magazine. Well, right. Then you can make the home into what you want. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the beauty that's of it. That's the demand that's there the low, right now. Exactly. And the three and having that lower interest rate and getting a, a rehab loan that it makes sense. Um, and I, I will say, yeah, you're still running into those highest and best situations. Um, but you know, I think again, buyers are smart and they're really looking at the market from a standpoint of doing their due diligence. Yes. And I think that's also going to be another important factor for 2021 is that, you know, the lessons that we all learned in 2020 is going to accumulate even more where, you know, having the right marketing tools, seeing the properties virtually, being able to log on to websites and And doing FaceTime. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. This is Sandra Wright. She's one of the top co-hosts on the show. She's the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. And she was just going over the four reasons why the election won't dampen the housing market. And I think you went through how many? Three? I went through three. So right. I do have my last, Let's my do last it. <laughs> item. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is basically when you look at history, history you know, is basically shows us that um, though it's true that the market slows slightly in November when it's a presidential election, you know, the pace quickly returns. I mean, honestly, the biggest culprits that have factors in the real estate market is going to be our economy, you know, jobs, interest rates, and consumer confidence. And I really think, you know, that when we start looking at at the following year that they actually are saying that there's going to be a bigger push, um, you know, by next year at this time. So, you know, this, um, this Vince, Vince, cycle, Vince, is in a, Vince wanted to share with something Sandra, with you. I have one more question for you and it's connected to a lot of what you said, but I was curious about your thoughts about the rediscovery of the suburbs, because I have a little, little theory to share. Okay. And the theory is, the, the theory is that there's a funnel and the funnel is that either for work from home 
or because of other reasons like health concerns, uh, people are no longer looking down their nose at the suburbs. So then you had people who were never going to leave the city interested in the suburbs. And then you have young people and dynamic people who love the city moving into the city and you have a funnel. It doesn't matter that there's a pandemic with these low interest rates. You're going to have this funnel. What do you think? I a hundred percent agree. I mean, this is the thing too. People can work anywhere now. So now it's not a matter of a commute. They're working in their house. Um, they don't need to be as mobile and they, they do want that extra space. And, you know, the suburbs are definitely the area that, you know, a lot of people are heading out towards. Um, not to say, you know, city yeah. is definitely active, but obviously, you know, you do get a lot more space when you head out outside the outskirts of downtown. And Sandra, a lot of people listening right now, I know they want to get a hold of you to get your checklist of the four reasons why the election won't dampen the housing market. How can somebody get a hold of you? I know you're working today, Sunday, right after the show. Of course I am. Of course I am going out to some open houses for sure. Um, But you can reach me always uh, on my cell. It's 773-294-4444. You can always email me as well. And my email is Sandra at shyprop.com. Absolutely. Or just my website. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Or my website is wd-realestate.com. So love to hear from you and happy to explain more. Yeah, absolutely. Or or get out to our website for the radio show, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. That was Sandra Wright with Chicago Properties. And speaking of great information, let's, let's move right along. How to build a legacy plan. Wow. In studio is the premier finance certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah. Gary Bronner. Gary, good morning. Uh, good morning, Randy. Good What's morning, going Vince. on? Good morning, good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Teresa. Uh, what a, I've seen a lot of times when people get that first home and they buy or that commercial property they're expanding on their business, they stop thinking about what they have to do beyond that. And legacy planning is just going to make it a lot easier for your family and heirs in order to man, manage your assets. And legacy planning can be a touchy subject. No one wants to think about the unthinkable. But having a plan is necessary for protecting your family and your assets. And you know what? We're coming up to a quick break, and I don't want to rush you at all. This is Gary Browner. He's a certified financial planner with Country Financial. Boy, expert in the field in so many years. i got to thank everybody again so much for making us your Sunday habit. If it wasn't for you, we would not be here week after month after year. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And, uh, hey, get out to the website. Uh, realestaterevealed.com R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com There's photo galleries, there's videos, there's biographies of all the great co-hosts on my show. We come back, more of Gary Bronner and Legacy Planning. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's so good, it's so good and it's always so good to be doing the Soul Train line dance in the studio like I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do we not play the best music? I love dancing. I'm Randy Barcella, and you're listening to Real Estate Revealed on AM 5.6 of The Answer. Thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Before the break, we were talking about how to build a legacy plan. And we've got in studio the premier certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, Gary Bronner. Gary. Yeah, well, what I like to do now, Randy, is start with some steps for building that legacy plan. First, let's get organized. Start by getting a, gathering a full picture of everything you own and everything you owe. Make a list of your assets, cars, home, recreational vehicles. 
list the accounts you have from saving to retirement and debts. You are currently paying like student loans and your monthly bills. Additionally, you should compile a list of social media accounts and passwords. Basically, those what you should have is a list of everything that has a title to it. Uh, things like rings, jewelry, furniture, artwork, there's not a title to that. So we don't have to have those kind of lists. But anything that has a, a title to it should be listed on this piece of paper. Love it. Yeah. Next, we wanted, what we want to do is put your team together. So I'm after, glad you have checklists here, this beautiful yeah. thing. After you've seen Sandra, Dawn, or Teresa, and you've purchased that home, and Vince has come in and closed on that home for you at, at the closing time, uh, what you want to do is have a team of professionals that can help you protect your family and assets when your lifetime is over. Consider talking with the following individuals to make that legacy planning process much easier. You want to get an attorney. Get Vince here. Thank you. Can, can prepare documents like a will, trust, guardianship for children, power of attorney, and living will. These documents are generally legally binding and should be based upon your wishes and are to be carried out when you aren't able to make decisions for yourself or if you pass away. Next, you should get a, an insurance professional or insurance agent who can help you obtain a life insurance policy. I think I know one, Gary Bronner. Yeah, I think I can help out with that, too. I can, <laughs> I can, I can actually combine these next two uh, people into one by, as myself. Uh, the policies, death benefits can help you and your beneficiaries pay for many things, such as the cost of your final expenses, funeral, burial costs, and other debts like a mortgage. A life insurance policy's death benefit can help your family continue their current standard of living, but by providing a substitute for the future income you may have been contributing to that family. And last, like Randy mentioned, a financial professional like myself as a certified financial planner can work with you to create a roadmap for your future. Generally, we do this by helping you both identify your goals and solutions that may accomplish them. I never had anybody when I was younger approach me for any of this. What happened with us, with my <laughs> wife and I, is when uh, JFK Jr. passed away in that little, that small plane accident. And we had two children, and it was like, we haven't done anything. Very sobering. And, right, right yeah, yeah. We just finally realized, we went and saw an attorney, drew everything up, had guardians set up for my ki- our kids, because as being both minors, you know, we had to have somebody to take care of them. We wanted them to stay locally in our neighborhoods, continue going to the same schools. And so it was, it was like a little bit of a relief, because even though you do think you're invincible, you never know what could happen. Life happens. Right. Uh, another thing you should do is determine your beneficiaries, power of attorneys, and guardians. Choosing the people in your life who can make important decisions and take responsibility for your family and assets is difficult but necessary to have in writing. First, review your current beneficiaries for your bank accounts. I've, I've come across with some clients who have a divorce, but they still have their ex-wife listed on their 401k or their retirement accounts. That's an eye-opener. Yeah. Life insurance policies, another, I've seen that also, too. Uh, next, you want to think about who you most trust to carry out your health decisions for you. In that respect, that's that, that living will in that respect. And you want to have somebody who's going to make the decisions that you agree with. Uh, also, I've got those sentences in my will. You do? Yeah. Wh- which ones? Uh, a dnr also vince can help you with those kind of things additionally think about who you trust to raise your children as guardians if you passed away you might you don't want to have a fight with maybe your in-laws where they want to take over and raise your children and there's a 40 50 year age gap and they may not be able to keep up with them physically you may want to have you know another family member a sibling uh, or a close friend that lives in the area you may not want your children 
uprooted to go from one city to another city. Is there a certain age that you should be to have a legacy plan? I, I would think... 18 years and one day old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we even recommend once, once a child turns 18 and they go away to college, if you don't have that uh, power of attorney for health care, your parents come in because you're in a hospital, that doctor cannot release any information. I mean, I went, when I was a freshman in college, I won't say how many, how many years ago, but I got hit in the eye with a Frisbee. Yes. And it cut, knocked my glass lens out, had contusions on my right eye. I was in a hospital for five days. Yes. But my, back then, it was a lot easier. Parents could get information from the doctors. Nowadays, yeah. In fact, there are some law firms that focus on uh, college age packages for their uh, clients who have college age kids because of that very reason. Now they won't talk to you. When you and I were younger, you know, the doctors would still talk to parents in college. Now they're real strict with HIPAA. Right, exactly. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And uh, we're in studio with the top certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, Gary Bronner, and he's going over how to build a legacy plan. Wow, great information. All right. And like I said, periodically you should review your beneficiaries, power of attorneys, and guardians uh, because on a regular basis, because what you want to do is make sure everything is up to date. I have to change mine because my parents passed. Well, another thing, too, is uh, like I said, we did this about 20 years ago. And now our, our children are all adults, and we still have guardians. So actually, I'm seeing the attorney on Friday to make changes to our living trust uh, in that respect. Well, I do have one question. So I've been getting along with Randy so well. Without his permission, can I make him take care of me as I get older, you, Gary? If he agrees to it, yes. <laughs> so He's got, noncommittal. You, you, you have to have all this in writing. Right, exactly. So that's why you, you see an attorney and sit down with them. And have a witness. Well, no? the, the attorney can be, I guess, the witness. Some of the forms have a witness and some don't. Whether right. a notary or an original signature could be enough. It just depends on the form. Right. So it's just nice that you have all this. Like I said, it also it makes things a lot easier for your heirs in which to settle your estate. And now that you're talking about this, I have to go see my attorney and get mine modified. Yeah. My mom passed away two and a half, almost three years ago, and I need to update everything. Yeah. When I, used- I don't have any relatives left. Oh. <laughs> You know, you can adopt me, Randy. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> Take care of me. Uh, but you know, when I used to work at the banks, especially I worked at a bank in, in Cicero, Illinois, and people would come in with a social security number on a piece of paper asking if there was any accounts here right. at this bank for these, for these people. Or they would come in with a stack of stock certificates because they have to try and do the transfer now. That's old school. Yeah, it is. Exactly. And it's just the idea that that is so cumbersome to do where we had everything in, a, in an account and you had TODs, transfer on death, associated with those accounts, makes it life a lot easier for, even though you're not making life easier for yourself, but you're making life easier for yourself. Sure, this is a lot daughter. of valuable information, and I think a lot of people need to turn over a new leaf or start now and don't wait for New Year's resolutions. How can somebody get a hold of you for your checklist about a legacy plan? Well, you can go to the website, realestatereveal.com, and pull off my info for there. You can call me on my phone, 630-863-4775. My phone is on from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. Or you can go to my website. It's at countryfinancial.com forward slash Gary.Broner, B-R-O-N-N-E-R. Wow, just some great information. Um, and speaking of great information, the latest on rental terms and lease agreements part two during the coronavirus. And in studio to educate us, as he always does, with his current valuable information is the premier real estate attorney. Yeah, Vince Arricchio. Good morning, Vince. Good morning, Randy. 
Uh, so I just want to say for you in Radio Land, uh, the, you can't see it, but I am not clean shaven, and I vow this has nothing to do with my topic. I will not shave till all laws all lawsuits relating to this election are over. So we shall see oh, how long how this cool is that. We shall see how long this grows. Uh, no, Randy, so it grew what, a, what a sacrifice! Yeah, <laughs> I got to hide the COVID nineteen I gained. Okay, that's right. what I'm working on. I thought you were hiding the sunburn from the golf we played yeah, on Friday. That too, but you don't want to advertise too many. All right, because you're good looking with a tan. No, thank you. Now you're extra macho. You're growing the beard now. I'm trying, and it is you know Movember, but I want you to know it's lawsuit related. All right, it's lawsuit All right. related. Uh, Randy, I'm here to talk about part two. Part two relating to landlord and tenants. And last time I was here, and it wasn't just last week, it was prior to that. Last time I was here, we talked about what's going on in Chicago and the state of Illinois and the nation, frankly, but more importantly, zeroing in around us here relating to landlord-tenant relationships. Wow. And you know what? I don't want to rush you at all, Vince, but we are coming up to a quick break. I just noticed that now. Wow. What a tease you are, buddy. Hey, uh, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on AM 560 The Answer. Uh, thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we would not enjoy this success. I think it's almost 13 years now. When's the last time you get out to the website? Realestaterevealed.com. Realestaterevealed, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's biographies, testimonies, photos, videos. We'll be right back with Vince Arricchio. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. I like it like that. I can't sing at all, but I can dance salsa. That's what I'm doing right now in the studio. Good morning. Happy Sunday, everybody. I'm so excited when we get here every Sunday. I love the show. I love our audience. I love bringing you all valuable content and information to make your life stress free going through this real estate market. And uh, Vince Arricchio, the premier real estate attorney, was talking about what's the latest on rental terms and leases, buddy? Yes, Randy. So last time I was here, uh, it wasn't the most uh, encouraging news for the real property sector relating to evictions, but we focused truly on more of a tenant's perspective and what the... Okay, you were here and everybody likes listening to your videos, no matter what you're talking about. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, now to have some balance and... Mr. Broadway, that's a new name for you. I'll you take it. You look like you should be on stage and I, you act like it. I Especially even, with that half-grown beard. Oh, it's... it's Okay. All, All right. right. You see... Broadway Vince. I need to Broadway come... Broadway Vince. I need to come into the radio station more often to get my uh, uh, accolades uh, just to feel better because I wake up in the morning look in the mirror and I don't I don't hear what you guys are saying okay or I don't see it but okay so as to landlords it's rough out there there's no denying there's three levels the city the state and the Fed and I've had calls Uh, I'm not saying it's led to business because I'm going to tell you why it hasn't but I've had tons of calls from property owners landowners, landlords, what can we do? What is the right way to approach my tenants? I have bills, I have mortgage, I have real estate taxes, but tenants aren't paying. And Tell they, them to contact me. Sell now. Okay. You, yes, sell is an option. That's but, Teresa Mueller. But Teresa, you have to buy to someone who wants to have negative cash flow or <laughs> have no income stream if their tenants aren't paying? Well, one of the things is, you know, I talked about this in an earlier episode, is hopefully one of the things that they should have been doing and or continue to do is renegotiating with their tenants so that they are paying something. Absolutely. So they may be able to pay something and work out a new lease, you know, might be a longer term lease, you know, spread out 
those payments. So hopefully they're in communication with their tenants to work something out. And uh, I agree. Everything Teresa just said, you in Radioland, you should employ. But Teresa, with the calls I've been getting, uh, these landlords have tenants who are saying, I can't pay anything. I know I don't have to pay anything. Good luck with that. And hopefully they're at least applying for that grant, you know, Uh, the monies for rent. And keep an eye on that exhausted fund. (laughs) Hopefully it'll get refilled. Good luck with that. Yeah. (laughs) But I've told my landlord, so to the good, you cannot evict, you cannot take steps towards eviction, you will be playing with fire. But what you can do is you can craft with options a letter, Uh, a letter that even has in the city of Chicago, we call it a five-day notice or 30-day notice, but even has language about what you owe, but without demanding it in legalese or, or from eviction law perspective. Because, because the city of Chicago has changed everything. City of Chicago forces you, uh, if you dare do a five-day notice, forces you to negotiate for seven days and prove your negotiation attempts. The state of Illinois has put a continual every 30 days governor pritzker continued last i checked until november 20th a moratorium on evictions so you can't even evict and then this is the worst part of all uh the cdc and the federal government has said any attempts at eviction uh can result in fines so now you have to decide as a landlord, do you even do a five-day notice? Which is why when, when these landlords and property managers call me, I'm saying, uh, I can assist you or you on your own can prepare a letter carefully worded that asserts your rights, offers options, complies with all three governmental levels, but doesn't put you at risk as starting an eviction or uh, filing an eviction. And lastly... At the Cook County level, some of the counties, they're not even setting up court dates. So let's say Governor Pritzker lifts the moratorium and November 21st, you're allowed to file. Let's say you negotiated properly in compliance with Mayor Lightfoot and you decide to hit a five-day notice and cooperate. And then after another seven days, it's called a 12-day window, you decide to file. Ladies and gentlemen... The Cook County courts and some of the other counties aren't even giving you court dates until April and May. So actually, let's talk about that hypothetically. What if the landlord does decide to sell? Um, Is there any legislation around that, you know, in Uh, terms of of what their rights are, what the tenant rights are? uh, To my knowledge, no, there's no restrictions there's no um, requirements of what to do other than what has always been, which is secure uh, security deposits, transfer ownership, notify uh, the tenant of the new landlord and where to make payments. That's a good question, though. I want out. I- I'm tired of this and I'm tired of the not paying my rent. I'm going to sell it. Yes. And by the way, there's pl- I'm but not if gonna- you sell it, the new landlord. There's no guarantee he's getting any rent either. Correct. I'm not going to call the buy the buyers, the new landlord, the buyers, vultures, or hedge fund guys. But guess what? There's a lot of people out there who are looking to bail out struggling Ooh, owners and get a good deal because the struggling owners want to oh get gosh. out. Oh, my God. Hold that thought. We're coming yeah. to a quick break. I love that. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning. 8 to 9 a.m. I'm in studio with Vince Arricchio, the premier real estate attorney. And then coming up next, Teresa Mueller, broker owner of the Trellium Group. 
Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. We'll be right back. State Revealed with Randy Priscilla. Not news you want to be Not unusual for us to have fun in the studio and love our audience. Oh, my God, don't you love this Tom Jones song? They brought it back because he was the judge of The Voice last year, and I'm still dancing hour later now. I love it. Do we play the best music of any radio show in Chicago? Welcome back to Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were speaking with the premier real estate attorney, Vince Arricchio. Well, yes, Randy. And just to wrap it up, you said it was an interesting point. I'm glad that Teresa brought up that interesting point. And, uh, and the point was? The point was that with some owners ha- struggling with tenant payments or non-payments, there is a seller's Uh, there's a sales opportunity. There is a buyer's market perhaps for that commercial property. There are plenty of buyers out there looking, uh, not to overuse the word looking for yield, but looking for deals, right? Uh, Yield and deals uh, uh, who are willing to offer cash, who are willing to offer a a reduced payment amount uh, for a property and a seller, even with uh, tenants, struggling, may be interested in selling. Yeah, that's a more speculative investment, right? Because perhaps down the line, they could yield a lot more money. They might not this moment, but eventually people will be paying rent again, et cetera, and it, the property will appreciate. Absolutely. And Vince, how can somebody get a hold of you for your checklist about all this great information? Well, great. Uh, first, always go to realestatereveal.com, uh, my bio, along with the rest of our co-hosts there. And then you could also go to our website, reallawchicago.com. You can call us, 312-263-0010. Thanks, Randy. Vince Riccio, wow, great information. And moving right along, are you happy with the return on your real estate investment than 1031? And what's that? Uh, in studio to educate us, as she always does, and she knows everything, is the premier commercial realtor and industrial realtor, Teresa Mueller. Yeah, she's the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Randy, and thank you very much. So if you remember... Um, it seems like a long, long time ago, but it wasn't that long ago. Vince actually covered 1031s in the studio. So why might I be bringing it up again? Because I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> you always do a wonderful job. Oh, Remember yeah. how you always like all these accolades? Yes. What, you, I mean, really, if we look at what is what is this? It's a new normal, right? We're talking about how what's happening in real estate right now. And you might say hey, I have an asset class that's not performing so well. Let's say, for example, you had office space and you're not getting the return because they're not coming back to the office. Who saw that coming, right? A few months ago, in the beginning of the year, we were like, oh, commercial space is banging. You know, it's doing great. And so if you are saying, I'm not going to get the return, I'm not expecting to get the return for quite some time, I may want to buy a different type of property. And one of the ways that you might consider when you're doing it is to do a 1031. What is a 1031? Well, a 1031 is when you are transferring property, when you are buy or you sell one property and you buy another property, you can defer your taxes. It doesn't mean you never pay them, but you are not going to be paying the capital gains at this moment. And that might be a smart choice at this moment because say, for example, you sell this office space is not returning, but you go into a multifamily or warehouse, which are sectors that are doing performing much better, right? 
Um, and just looking at the long term, warehouse for the foreseeable future is going to do great. That's another thing that we talked about, the different asset classes in which are performing better than others. So, ah, 1031, um, what are some of the rules behind 1031? So let's see if anyone has any recall. Do you remember any rules by, by, by a 1031? Uh, you have to identify in a certain amount of days. Yes, there's a time frame. So let's let's say before we even get to the time frame, let's talk about the types of properties that qualify. So residential rentals qualify. Uh, all commercial properties, um, investment uh, qualify, and land uh, that is income producing. Those are uh, qualifying properties. And a lot of times they say like kind, right? It doesn't mean when you buy a residential rental, you have to buy another residential rental. Excellent. It's yes. anything in that spectrum. Of real property. Of the, real uh, property. Th- that, that was clarified a, a few years ago what mm-hmm. like kind meant. So yes. anything that's real property. And of course, I should have the disclaimer, although I play one on TV, I am neither an accountant or an attorney. So obviously, you always consult. But I with saw them. you on suits, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so another thing is um, you generally have to buy up. So there's some technical side to this in terms of commissions and fees. But if you sell for a million dollars, you're likely going to buy for a million and up. So there are some nuances to that. Um, time frame. That's what Vince was talking about, right? The time frame. Very, very, very important is you must close within 180 days. Sometimes you can identify a property before or after, but both transactions have to happen within 180 days. Another thing is you have to identify once you close, you must identify three up to three properties within those 45 days and buy one of those properties if it's going to happen. What are some of the no's? What's a, what's a no that doesn't qualify or say people think it's going to happen and it's not? I, I don't know. I don't know. Tell me, what's a no? <laughs> uh, personal home. Of course, you're probably exempt anyway from capital gains, but sometimes people have mixed use. So say they have a, a house and then land that is investment um, and that would qualify. So, you know, maybe you can take out that portion of your house, um, but then that land, you can do a 1031. So no personal uh, homes. Second home. Unless you are using that home for less than 14 days of vacation, that is also not going to qualify. So there's ways to convert it and things to figure out. Um, what about international? No. Nope. You should know. You're Miss International Real Estate Lady. Now, listen. Nicaragua, if anyone, If anyone wants to go international because they don't like the results of the election, I'm happy to help. However, <laughs> you can't do a 1031 on international. And why is that? Hey, wait. We're coming up to a quick break. What a tease you are. Uh, yeah. Wow. Great topic. I'm getting an education here this morning from you, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are enjoying the Real Estate Revealed radio show on uh, AM560, The Answer, every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. When we come right back, more of Teresa Mueller, the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group. Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. You're like heaven on earth, can't take my eyes off of you, you're too good to be true, and I can't sing at all, so don't hang up, don't change that title. But I can dance, and I love dancing the the entire show during the break, I love it. And uh, I want to thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. 
And uh, wow. Hey, uh, go to Facebook this morning. Real Estate Revealed, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D on Facebook. I have videos of everybody in the studio. And uh, right before the break, we were just enjoying some great information from Teresa Mueller. She's the managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. Hi, thanks again, Randy. So what we were talking about were the 1031s and um, what are some of the no's that you can't do if you decide to do a tax deferred exchange with real estate property? And so we said, okay, not your personal home, uh, not a second home. And then I talked about international, happy to help people if they are not happy with the election, uh, find a place international, but you can't do a 1031. And why can't we do a 1031 internationally? Please tell us. The reason is, is the reason it's in the IRS code is they want you to keep the money in the U.S. real estate economy. Okay. And which also you cannot put it into a business, which I'll talk about that in a second. Um, You also can't buy grandma's house. People who are real close related to you, you think, oh, I'll buy grandma's house and she'll just rent back. Maybe Aunt Gertrude, but definitely not grandma's house. So um, some common mistakes. Um, You cannot do this after you close. You must do it before you close. Um, Start identifying properties as soon as possible because you have a very tight window in that 45-day window of identifying. And you must use an intermediary. So if you need one, I'm happy to give some names. Just a couple of examples from clients. Um, I I always ask my clients early on, Uh, Are you going to do a 1031? Because they may not know it's an option. We don't want it to happen after close. And we can start identifying properties right up front in case they, you know, get a sale and we're ready to go. Um, Another is I had a client, you know, trying to move it from the uh, real estate to business. Nope. It's got to be real estate to real estate, like kind. Um, And then like investors I work with that do flips, unfortunately, that also doesn't qualify for 1031. So it's the number one thing I want people to know is This is a great vehicle, but just don't wait until after the day after you close and say, hey, I think I'd like to do that because it's just not an option. And for more on 1031s, if you want to get some uh, advanced investing here and get her checklist, this is Teresa Mueller, the premier uh, managing broker from the Trillium Group, and she's commercial, residential, uh, industrial. Teresa, how can somebody get a hold of you? I'm happy to help anytime, Randy. You can reach me through uh, trillium.com. That's our uh, webpage. Or uh, 630-715-9999. Call or text anytime. Thanks a bunch, Randy. Fantastic. Where did this hour go? But I've got to thank the other co-hosts who are not here, but they'll be here next week. Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Brad Hedick, owner of Commercial Lending X. Mark Ainley, property manager from GC Realty. Dawn Maganotti, Realty from Rossi and Taylor Realty. And Debbie Schreiner, the premier producer at AM560, who's responsible for everybody's success here. And you know me, I like to finish the show with every, with uh, inspirational quotes if you've been following my Facebook page. Okay, repeat after me, everybody. My current situation is not my final destination, okay? Your setbacks the last six months or now were simply a setup for favors to come. You see, what didn't work out, or was removed out of your life, only made room for the new blessings to come in. Don't stress what's gone. Welcome the newness. And you know what? Maybe you got furloughed. Maybe you got laid off. But here's the point. If you want something you've never had, then you've got to try doing something you've never done before. See, reinventing yourself constantly is the best way of staying alive. And you know what? A good life is when you smile often, dream big, 
laugh a lot and realize just how blessed you really are and we are and you are and thanks again for making us your sunday habit uh get out to the website realestaterevealed.com r-e-v-e-a-l-e-d.com there's videos there's biographies there's testimonies did i say photos and videos wow be well make it a great week and i can't wait to see you here next sunday morning again on real estate revealed and i am randy barcella 